You're listening to DraftKings Network. Folks, Mother's Day is around the corner, and let me talk to you about 1-800-Flowers. I can't wait. Every year, it's a tradition. I send stuff to my mother, my mother-in-law, and my wife because they are three amazing moms. They're better than all your moms out there. You think you have good moms? No, I have good moms in my life. I'm just kidding. This was a little harsh. I'm sure you guys all have good moms too. From your mom to the mother of your children and all the moms in between, this Mother's Day, give back to the ones that have given you everything. 1-800-Flowers helps you celebrate all amazing moms from homemade bouquets, sweet treats, gourmet food, and one-of-a-kind gifts ordered easily and delivered fresh. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off Mother's Day bestsellers at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Order today and save up to 40% at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family-owned from the start, same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckley. SAB the CV. Copyright 2024. Proximo. Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Welcome to the Big Sui, presented by DraftKings. Why are you listening to this show? The podcast that seems very similar to the other Dan Lebetard podcast. I'm sorry, I'm not going to apologize for that. <laughs> in fact, the only difference seems to be this imaging. I have been tempted in restaurants just walking past tables to grab somebody's fries that if they're just there. That hasn't happened to you guys? I've done it. And now. Here's the marching man to nowhere, fat face, and the habitual liar. <laughs> I had mentioned earlier this week, what are you laughing about? I just looked up Dave Canellis. <laughs> There's a line in here that's just absolutely tremendous. But please, continue. continue. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that you don't get in the way of the show at all because you looked up uh, that the new coach for the Carolina Panthers has, uh, in a book with his wife about marriage, uh, admitted to both uh, alcohol and porn addiction. And so evidently Amin was looking that up during the break and being delighted by that. But what I was mentioning... Neither is a laughing matter. ...before Amin uh, interrupted me is that earlier this week I mentioned that the most, ex uh, the most affordable ticket at the Super Bowl, end zone, upper deck, is more than $8,000 right now. Uh, on the other side of the spectrum, we mentioned the Portland game last night. Damian Lillard went back to Portland, and Chris Cody came in today thinking that that was the most important thing about that game was that it was Doc Rivers' second game as Bucks coach. He had, missed, <laughs> he, had, he had missed entirely that Damian Lillard was making his emotional return and gave a bunch of quotes saying that he'd like to go back to Portland maybe one day because of his relationship with the city. But the moment that Damian Lillard left Portland. They became so bad, really bad. The upcoming Pistons game against Portland in Portland is now going for $3. The most affordable ticket is 
$3. And dropping. You could get, what well, was $4? That's right. It is dropping because I came in and it was $4. And then Mike Ryan looked it up and he's like, I can get it for three. Oh, I looked it up on Game Time. It allows me the oh. opportunity to welcome back Game Time as a sponsor the and best. a partner because I actually, I was super psyched that Game Time came aboard because I use Game Time exclusively. I've used nice. all the other ones. And what sets Game Time apart is the all in pricing. I don't get hit with all those extra fees. I hate those. Hate the extra fees. Oh you know God. me and me. I go to a bunch of concerts. I go yeah. to a bunch of festivals. I go to a bunch of games, I go to wrestling events. I'm always, anytime I land in a city, I want to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. I uh, set the geotag to where I'm at, and I check game time. Game time is stress-free. In fact, I've run into an issue before where someone didn't come through with the tickets. I went through What'd game time. They got back to me lightning quick. What? Incredible customer service. They gave me back my the, the price I paid, and then some, and then I just went back on game time, and I got more tickets to the event, and still had a little left over. Game time allows you to, with its interface, it allows you to see where you're sitting so you know exactly what you're getting into with no surprises. Man, I love Game Time so much. Do us a favor. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code DAN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and and use the code DAN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Oh, that was a read. He was reading an ad there? It that was wasn't so just him organically, naturally endorsing something because what? he believes in it? I, I do believe in game time. I, I, I swear. I was I, I was interactive because I've used the game time app as well. And many of the things that Mike just described, I've experienced as well. Everybody knows. It's the best in the biz it's because the of the flash deals. And there's no nonsense. I came in today and said the affordable ticket is $4. And Mike went on game time and found it for 3 And He's you were like, game. surely there are fees. I'm like, no, nope, no That's fees. the price. That's the price. Yeah, and you know what else you should get there? Florida Panthers tickets. Because, Dan, in hearing all the issues with the Miami Heat, and as you know, Blue Blood Miami Hurricanes men's basketball program, down here, you afford that to a Blue Blood. Mm. Every now and then, they got to rebuild. It's, uh, you know, last year was pretty unprecedented, and it was so crazy that we didn't have the chance to really enjoy how unprecedented it was for this market to have an Elite Eight women's basketball team, mm -hmm. a Final Four men's basketball team, an Eastern Conference champion NBA team in the NBA Finals, an Eastern Conference champion NHL team in the Stanley mm -hmm. Cup Final. I gained 35 pounds in the span of three and a half months because every day I was at an arena, thanks to game time, Chugging beers. But now you would surprise us if you, we saw you with your shirt off. I would. I would. I would. Thanks to Ozempic. That's a different plug for a different no, day. No, we're not doing that. We are uh, not doing that at all. No Ozempic ads, please. So here's what I want to get at. You, you all need to throw your support behind the only team out of that crop that appears to be going anywhere. And it's the Florida Panthers. And this team has been around for a while. The key nucleus has been there. Ekblad, I think it might still be under 30, even though he's been here for 15 years. Chris Cody, have you gotten caught up in the sway? Because you're still more interested in talking heat than you are Panthers. And last year, you were a Broward guy. You went full Broward on us. You were you were immersed in those Panther games. Uh, it doesn't feel like you're the sa in the same place. I'm, sa I'm saving it. The playoffs took a lot out of me. It was a quite a run they went on. But I'm still there. Still a season ticket holder. I'm I'm, I'm gearing up. I think one of the things that, because uh, you remember 96 and the Panthers took over this market in a way that they didn't this last run because I think our attentions were split. 
Well, I don't think that's going to be an issue. And couldn't build on it, though, because it's important with generations to build on it with success the next season. Like the Marlins, the way that they've destroyed their fan bases, they always tear apart the team after that. But when you do it a few years in a row and you get used to the excellence, then you become what the Heat have become and, in this market. And, and they did so while getting rid of a key piece in Jonathan Huberdeau, who, for my money, should have his jersey retired down here, and they changed their identity. But now this identity has stuck around for a couple of years. They're annoying. They get under your skin. Nobody wants to and, play them. And there is no bigger proof than what The Athletic did and put out a poll that they took among NHL players. And I'm so proud of this list as a Florida Panthers fan because, Dan, the Panthers are all over this list. The question, who in the NHL do you want to punch in the face the most? Yeah. Number one by a country mile, Nick Cousins. Yeah. I mean, I love how others number two. Yeah. He's ahead of other. I, I think other is also an amalgamation of a bunch of other Florida Panthers because Matthew Kachuk is high on this list. You also have like Radko Gudis residuals yeah, Radko. towards the, 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 Radko is toward the bottom. I don't. Of it. I don't think he's bothering that many people as an Anaheim. Brady Kachuk also on you there. You got yeah. Ryan Lomberg there in the middle of it, who, by the way, will also surprise you if he took his shirt off. I saw a photo of him feeding a flamingo. My God, yeah, pal, yeah, yeah. he is put together. Woo. Uh, video, can you find uh, that photo, please, of Lomborg uh, uh, feeding a flamingo? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, dangerous game, too. Very strange bird. Flamingo? Yeah, and they smell like shellfish. Oh, That's where they get their color. They smell bad. They're, yeah. They're a bad-smelling bird. The flamingo, uh, is a, is it the weirdest of the birds? Because the cassowary is the one that scares oh, that, me. That one's a very dangerous bird. Ostriches are also odd. The shoehorn bill one? Which one is that one? Ostriches are really fast. Yes. Uh, ostriches are you say stunningly fast. Well, I'm you just say stunned that, that they're... But I'm stunned. It, 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 seeing them move that way is a bit stunning. They've got long legs. Man, yeah, got, but they're, they're thin tried. legs, and they've got the they've got oh. this pear shaped bottoms. Oh, they it looked like they wouldn't move very. Flamingos, fast. I think, for me, freak me out the most. And also, while you're looking up that photo of Ryan Lomberg feeding a flamingo, have you guys ever seen that video that goes viral every once in a while of like uh, uh, two flamingos, and one of them has its bill in the skull of another flamingo and blood is dripping down and they're just feeding on this flamingo and the other flamingo that's getting a hole in its brain is just like, yeah, no, this is fine. Lucy, you seem uh, you seem genuinely floored by uh, how aggressive and terrible the flamingo is. That's disgusting. I thought flamingos were cute. That's one thing I like about Miami. I think the birds here are very cool. Very cool bird scene. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, you guys think flamingos are weird and... The shoe bill stork. That's the one. Oh, yeah, so strange. Great, that's the great one, thing. and it looks evil. Like its eyes are always like this. What's up, Dan? What's going on? And, and it's like, got a bit of a platypus type of uh, well, shoe bill, right? Yeah, it it it's terrifying. Like it's it, if it walked in, you're just like, get me out of here. Look at Lomberg enjoying this NHL uh, All Star layoff. You could park. You could put a park bench on that guy's shoulders. Right, two percent body fat. You think? Incredible. There's a lot of blue herons on UCF's campus. I think that's that's what they are. They're blue herons. They're really large. They're very tall. And there was one time that I was walking across campus, um, texting, not looking where I was going when I was in college. Um, and I bumped into somebody and dropped my phone and looked up and apologized. And it was one of these birds. And it was truly one of the most haunting experiences of my life. Bumped into a bird. I bumped into a tall bird. <laughs> And I apologized, as I would, 
Uh, but it was horrifying. Oh my God, what is this? That is uh, what Mike was describing. That is the skull of a flamingo being dented uh, by another flamingo. Are they having sex or are no, they they're fighting? F- they're feeding a baby flamingo, the flamingo in the middle's blood as it's running down, cascading down the skull and bill, while the other flamingo up top is the one doing the drill. Chris Cody, I don't think that you can be muscular and 2% body fat. I don't think that's there is such a thing. I, I, was, yeah, no, I don't I really think, know body fat that well. I just, uh, it it I sounded agree. right. I think you know it very I well. I feel like you do know body fat pretty well. That's you, not nice. Thank you, Jeremy. Even after that walk? I, what is the lowest someone's body fat can be while still being an athlete? The lowest I've heard was Jerry Rice at 4% in his career. I've never heard lower than that uh, to be to still be muscular because I, I suppose you could be 2% body fat if you were anorexic, but not, you know, a functioning, athletic, muscular human being. I don't think... I think the best you you, you want to be five, six, seven percent body fat, even if you're shredded. Uh, but getting back to what Amin was saying, unsurprised somehow by the ostrich being fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, if I put birds in a race, like mm-hmm. the ostrich is going to beat the flamingo. The flamingo's got long legs too. Like what? What other? What birds are going to beat the ostrich in a in a foot race? Because- Roadrunner. Yep. By the way, bodybuilders get anywhere from three to five percent body fat. I'm glad so we I was got close. to the bottom of that. I bet Lombard does that. Look Lombs. My dude. Lamborghini. He's in the Bahamas there. Look at that. Can we Look zoom in on this a little more? What he are looks we doing? like the king of Atlantis. Uh, well, now that we're just leering, now that we're just leering and objectifying men, I want to go back and circle back around to what Amin was laughing at at you the beginning. You see shoulders. You could put a park bench up there. A bicycle, a motorcycle you could park on there. An elliptical. Uh, David Canales is the new coach for the Panthers, and when he was hired, I saw it. I saw it with my female friends. They swooned. He's beautiful. And in a book that he did with his wife, he reveals a porn addiction, which is a pretty embarrassing thing to have as the starting point on your Panthers career, people digging up a book that no one read to find that... No, but no one read the book. We had trouble finding it. We had trouble finding excerpts because no one read that book. It it only exists to produce this shame for the new coach of the Panthers. Yeah, let's make it clear. The 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 embarrassing thing is not the porn addiction. The embarrassing thing is the lack of sales on the book. That nobody read this book. Right. And that now everyone's clamoring to read it because he's the head coach of a team. What were you laughing at? I was laughing at the excerpt saying that he's no longer addicted to porn, <laughs> which doesn't say he doesn't watch porn. He's just no longer addicted. Wow, you ruined the beginning and the end of the segment. Hey, it's Mike Ryan. I've been watching sports for a long time now. As an adult, a lot has changed. A lot has changed since I turned 21 in the world. But once I was able to enjoy sports with the wonderful taste of Miller Lite, I knew that there was no topping this. I mean, I think back then, instant replay was barely used in other sports outside of football. So, when I wanted to complain about referees, I would get all mad, and then I would take a sip of that Miller Lite, cool myself down, take a beat, and realize there are more important things, like the great taste of Miller Lite, less filling, and only 96 calories, the original light beer since 1975. You remember all those old John Madden ads? I still view them on YouTube occasionally. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Dan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs in premium regular beer.
Don Lebatard. Well, Charlie sent, uh, Charlie had this, Charlie, as far as I know, so just Charlie's title in my Are you going to say anything? Stugatz. Uh, how, how familiar were you at the time with Chewbacca? Like how, your upbringing how, how, had how much Chewbacca in it? This is the Don Lebatard Show with the Stugatz. Dan, DK Metcalf measured with 1.6 body fat at the 2019 combine. Get out of here. Good God. He eats only Skittles. Skittles and coffee. I'll never understand how that guy looks that way with his diet. I really, truly never will. I didn't think that was possible. Are you talking about how Yeti hit that note on baby? Baby. <laughs> incredible. Uh, by the way, if you're a fan of Yeti Blanc, as we are, um, from his work on the Greg Cody show featuring Greg Cody with and all the parody songs that he does here, he actually made an original song with our own Jessica Smetana. And uh, he's been working on this for quite some time. And we got the Super Bowl matchup that we needed because it's a song about Travis Kelsey and the style of Taylor Swift. Uh, kudos to Jessica for getting her voice where it needs to be. This is going to formally release as a as a song. You can download on your streaming services tomorrow. This is dropping tomorrow. I'm going to play a little snippet, a tease, here, a tease, a tease for this original Yeti Jess track. Jessica Roy and Greg Cody think they have the best singing voices on this show. I'm guessing that Jeremy probably would offer something in the way of an objection. Thinking, well, I know it's me. Um, they but, might think it. I know it. Okay. Jessica is so talented. She oh, really is. I'm so proud of her. I miss her. Have you heard the whole song, Mike? I have not heard the whole I song. I have. And it really is in the style of Taylor Swift without biting a Taylor Swift song. And the, the vocal talents, again, of Yeti and, and Jess are truly astonishing for sports media. I uh, will get to Taylor Swift in a second, but I want to tell the audience that uh, in the next segment, what you're going to get is Billy Corbin from Because Miami is doing a podcast series that is a companion to the Griselda Netflix miniseries starring Sofia Vergara. And uh, in studio here will be Griselda's son, youngest son with Billy Corbin to talk about what is accurate and what's not accurate about this very polarizing Netflix series because a lot of people love it and a lot of people think it is terrible but the authorities on this are the two people who are going to be here shortly because Billy Corbin of Cocaine Cowboys has told the Griselda story she was introduced to America through Billy Corbin's Cocaine Cowboys series and I should say of Griselda that Pablo Escobar is quoted at the beginning of that Netflix series as saying there's only one man I've ever feared it's Griselda Blanco that uh, that's Pablo Escobar's 
quote, because uh, she was a drug king kingpin who ran, you know, Medellin and Miami. And uh, have any of you seen this? Because I've seen the first 10 minutes and I checked out after the first 10 minutes. Oh, uh, so you're in the, the camp that says it's not good? Well, I just in the first 10 minutes, I fell asleep. This is not. Uh, well, this that's, is that's pretty, age. Damn, this yeah. is not meant to. Well, it's how not, late was it? That happens no, to me all the time because no. like my peak time to watch shit is like after 11 and then I fall asleep. It's not a critique. At this point, uh, my life has gotten very stressful away from here, and so I can fall asleep on anything. Mm. It's not I can, late at night. I can fall asleep. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen a, a, an online discourse on whether something is good or bad uh, around a show since probably it hasn't been that long ago. The Dahmer show. I think people it was pretty polarizing, and people felt pretty strongly one way or another. I I ended up liking the the Dahmer show. I think the Griselda thing is kind of like. How I aborted on the um, Seth Wickersham Patriots book. I'm like, I've seen that before. I, I know the story. And for me, Coke Cake and Cowboys is pretty perfect. So I don't know if I want to see it in a teleplay. What Billy Corbin is doing, I assure you, will be great. It's going to be next week. They've been using our studios to do some of this stuff, and I know the podcast accompaniment is going to be rich and interesting. And again, it's uh, it's with her son, who, who was obviously uh, more intimate with the details than most of us. So that that's going to be in a segment. But uh, before we get to that, I wanted to uh, talk about the one place I will allow everyone to hate Taylor Swift. And it's the only place I'll allow it. There's only one place. If you like Chris Cody or a Dolphin fan and have been suffering for 25 years, Swifties, you don't get to be in the Super Bowl after three months paying attention to the sport. Yeah, this is Vegas Golden Knights like all this, over again. This is but not, they know ball, Dan. No, but you don't get to just get here and then your guy is catching all the touchdowns and you're in the Super Bowl. That's not the way this works. And and if your if your righteous hatred comes from f football purity, that you're not uh, protecting the delicate sensibilities of white people who somehow are now against Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, and football. Like that one I did not have happening. I did not – like that's a lot of Caucasian there that you're coming out against because Taylor Swift is a powerful woman and she's asked everyone to vote. I mean, it's a it's a weird pseudo pre-boycott because she hasn't actually done the thing that they're accusing her of eventually doing. Try dating a jet. Yeah, put it on the poll, please, Juju, at Lebitard Show. Hey, Taylor Swift, you want to show me something? Date a jet. The thing that I wanted to say about Taylor Swift, though, that was simply delightful yesterday is all of the Swifties who discovered Colin Cowherd and made him a silver fox because they don't remember when he was an orange-haired fox that one day that he mistakenly painted his hair orange. Colin Cowherd became— It wasn't mistakenly. It was with intention. Colin Cowherd pointed out something succinctly, which is that lonely men hate her, and the Swifties— Gobbled it up. They absolutely loved every second of it. My TikTok yesterday was all Colin Cowherd, but not because of the sports algorithm, because of the Taylor Swift algorithm, because Swifties have fallen in love with Colin Cowherd to the point where they're like oddly sexualizing him too, which is a whole other element of this. Wow. But the take was great. Well, the that's also probably what's missing from our show, sex appeal. He gave his bona fides. He's like, I have a wife, a couple daughters. <laughs> 
I have tweets here from Swifties. I am not saying these things. These are what they have said about Colin Coward. But remember, you're saying it right now, and the internet lives forever. Yeah, it's. I'm really. I'm so excited about this. Uh, quote: I love this man, and I have to have him. What's What's his at? I will marry him right now. Yes. On God. Yeah. Oh, sir, you ate this man right here. Ate. I taught you what that meant, Dan. So he got a lot of you ate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, what a king. He spilled. No lies detected. He's hot. Silver daddy. Damn it. I mean, did they not see his Lamar Jackson take from last week? <laughs> He's a volume shooter. No pun intended. And it's finally worked out for him. Damn, why can't you get chewed up by an algorithm that isn't aliens? He might swing and miss sometimes, but boy, when he connects, he can still knock it out of the park. Colin Coward. The Swifties. That was your punctuation? <laughs> yeah, you it like, was. What are you, you introduced? Colin Coward. Oh yeah, Colin Coward. Like, what, a Vegas act? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm just getting ready for next week, Dan. Colin Coward, I'm just getting ready. Silver Fox. The nominees for Best Sound Engineering. Uh, I don't want to uh, spill too much from uh, what it is that we have planned for next week, but you just broke my heart when you came in and you said we missed out on somebody that we were very close to getting in Vegas. Can I reveal that, or do I have to? Uh, I think we've, we got, have... we've got a number of guests that we're excited about, but there was one that we were going to have, and you just got done telling me yeah. that it couldn't happen. Taylor Hello, Swift. <laughs> Taylor what? Swift. Yeah, we, we tried our best. We could not get Taylor Swift. Busy. Actually, it ends up being that she's in Asia. Otherwise, she would have done it. Uh, then we pivoted to Wayne Newton, and uh, we're trying, I think, one more Hail Mary to get Wayne Newton. What we want for next week's shows is to look completely different, and you do that with Wayne Newton. <laughs> Summer requires extraordinary hydration that's built for everyday dehydrating moments, especially in Miami. We know that it gets very, very hot. You go outside for six seconds, you're sweating, and you're possibly dehydrated. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Guys, I love Liquid IV. I get the sugar-free lemon-lime version. They should have my picture on it how much I drink it, how much I use it, the sugar-free, has no bad stuff, only good stuff. I use it when I go to the gym, when I'm playing hoops, when I'm going out on the boat, mix it in with a little bit of ice, keeps me hydrated all day long. Just tear, pour, and live more. With one stick of Liquid IV plus 16 ounces of water, hydrates better than with water alone. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DAN at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DAN, D-A-N, at liquidiv.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Don Lebertard. Let's go to uh, 80. His Bo. name is Bo. <laughs> wow. I think Billy typed uh, an 8 instead of a B. Fine. It's the clearest day. <laughs> All right. $2. Stugats. Number 8. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chris Corner on the line. CC. Go ahead. This is the Don Lebertard show with the Stugats. A lot of people are talking about the new Netflix series. I saw that it debuted number one, Griselda. It's a limited series, and Sofia Vergara is the so-called godmother of cocaine. Now, in Billy Corbin, who does Because 
Miami on Fridays with us. We have sort of the foremost authority in documentary form. You can go to cocainecowboys.com on what this story really is. And he's brought in a guest today to talk to us about what's true and what's not true about uh, the rendering of Griselda, who would have more information on this than most. But before we get started with Michael Corleone Blanco, the youngest son of Griselda Blanco, Billy, can you tell people what it is that you're doing, where it is they can find it? Because you're doing accompanying content to this series that's probably a little more accurate than the dramatic rendering of this series. Yeah, I mean, I may be the the authority on the the, the documentary side of thing, but things, but the authority on the real thing is obviously uh, the man who lived it, Michael Corleone Blanco, as you said, Griselda's youngest son. And when this was, we knew this was in the hopper for some years. And, and late last year, Michael and I started talking about, well, we have no idea what this is going to look like or what it's going to be. We knew it was going to be six hours. We, he said, why don't we get together and do a podcast called The Real Griselda, where we do one-to-one. -one. We do one episode for every episode of the Netflix series and talk about what they got right, what they got wrong, how we feel about the show, but more importantly, what was actually going on in the story, in the real chronology, not in the, in the kind of like, I call it this gonzo cocaine cowboys fan fiction of the world of this Netflix series, um, which sometimes is fun, sometimes is absurd. And, um, and he said, yeah, let's, let's do it. And what's been really interesting about, we're like right in the middle of production right now. It's going to launch Monday at cocainecowboys.com on, on our YouTube page, which that'll redirect you there. But I, for someone who has been documenting this history for nearly two decades with a particular focus on Griselda Blanco and her family, Spending these hours recording this show with with Michael, it no one has been more surprised than I that there are more surprises in this story. There are more things that we don't know, uh, and it's been a wild ride. It's, it's been, been emotional, it's, yeah, to say the least. <laughs> it's been tense. It's been emotional. Yeah. We were recording the other day, and Michael got so <laughs> tense he got up and started pacing the room. At one point, he was so overcome he had to get up and just leave the studio in the middle of the show. Um, it's been it's been pretty powerful shit and sometimes funny shit yeah. too. I mean, you stories I've never heard I before. I kind of get along with this guy now. You know, like it, it's so uh, full <laughs> circle to didn't me. Didn't start that way, Dan. My arch nemesis, Dan. <laughs> Is that right? This, this I don't know right the backstory, so you didn't like the mother effer. <laughs> Let me tell you, I would hunt for him down South Beach. Where are you going? Come here. You owe me a, you owe me a check. Let's figure it out. Then they had a club, Bella Rose, and I think that's where they did the inauguration to that club after Cocaine Cowboys 2 premiered um, on Lincoln the Road. Colony, that's right. The colony. Right. Because yeah. you didn't like what he was unearthing about you? No, because they called me from the private jet, one of their partners, and they just happened to be on the private jet, and he said he was, I think it was Bruno. And he, oh. he was working he with ex executive with producer agent. on Cocaine Yeah, he Cowboys. was working with like an agent. A uh, friend of mine that was trying to be my manager, this, this, and that. And um, I think they were coming from Puerto Rico or something with Ricky Martin. They called me from the jet, and they're like, I'm working a nine-to-five, by the way, trying at that time, trying to get my life together and be a regular, you know, Miami citizen. I didn't want any problems. I was having my second kid. And they called me, and they're like, hey, what's up? 
didn't you say you were going to start working a documentary? And I said, yeah, I'm going to start with my mother's friend. He was a, a gentleman at the time that had done some time, and he was he's the one that was showing me, look, we can really do this entertainment-wise. Oh, so Billy's taking your story as you see it. He said it. And then I'm like, yo, I'm doing it. And they're like, no, Billy Corbin, these guys from UM, Alfred Spellman, Dave, and their whole crew have this thing. They're, they're almost done. They're wrapping it up. And I'm like, what? I need a check. Let's figure this out. But let me see what they can do and, and if um if this works for us. But at the time, I saw him as a competing project, and he beat me to the punch. But you know what? Great minds think alike. And I'm glad that now we're together, and this is like a full circle moment because now I find myself, and I have found myself for the last couple of years actually admiring the whole crew because I wouldn't be where I was today if I would have put a sis and the sis on that project and if these men wouldn't have made a classic. Let's be honest. Oh, the full franchise, freaking classic. Well, when they start there, though, do you end up getting disappointed by this depiction? I will tell the audience on Monday, CocaineCowboys.com is where you should go to find a more accurate, I'm sure, rendering of this, but more generally. The real Griselda. More broadly on this, how did you feel? He says you're emotional. How did you feel how accurate the depiction has been from what you've witnessed? Um, I don't want to say far from it, but yes, to, to an extent. I mean... There's public record, there's urban myth, there's an original timeline, a real timeline that uh, Cocaine Cowboys has followed, I followed, and, and now he knows more of that timeline and to fill in the holes. But how do I feel? That's a good question. I feel that it's not 100% accurate. It's far from accurate. And uh, yeah, sometimes it's, I don't want to say like, destroying kind of the legacy and the, the 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 timeline or the actual authenticity of of that timeline and the fact that it takes away from the Blanco family legacy or my mother's legacy because you should at least have enough respect to get it right. Well, what'd they get wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this that... I um, say most, a so lot. Michael finally published his autobiography, the stories that he witnessed, that his brothers told him about, that his mother told him about. Um, it's called My Mother, uh, The Godmother. And again, I couldn't believe how much shit I didn't, I didn't know and how many blanks there were, even in our meticulously researched timeline over three, the, the first three Cocaine Cowboys documentaries. I'm still a little hung up that Bruno was on a private jet, by the way. I'm, yeah. I'm still having trouble getting it. I had and breakfast I should, with him. I should say for the record that Michael never paid for a drink at Bella Rose. Not uh, once. <laughs> Me or any of my oh, 10 bodyguards and entourage. <laughs> bottles you know, on Cocaine he was Cowboys. Com he was coming toward you with menace? There was threat implied? No, not at all. I'm a very civilized individual. Plus, I had a tattoo parlor at South Beach. I was trying to change my way. But it's hard to take the fleas off an old dog. So I always had my goons around. At the time, I hadn't gone corporate. I was just learning the business of exclusive life rights and consultation. And it was right at the moment that I was brokering the deal for my mother's life rights and my life rights for a motion picture. I will say, when Michael rolls up, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight deep. As, he, your, has, as he has today. But in your bar... In Miami Beach. It was and 20, 30. Days. By the way, look at his I mean, he looks like his mom. Like, I mean, you know, and, and he walks, you have Griselda Blanco's son named Michael Corleone, no less, you know, walking up to have a conversation with you. There, There is a, a, a certain sense of of menace or intimidation, whether it was intentional or not. I'm not going to. 
I'm not going to lie. Um, I wouldn't blame him for being mad about that, and I wouldn't blame him for not necessarily respecting the constructs of how it is that you get to the life story before he gets to well, the and, life story. And I do want to say this that about, I mean, and, and you know, uh, shout out to Sofia Vergara for shouting out Cocaine Cowboys. She's very clear, if you read, at the very least, the New York Times feature about the Netflix series, the very beginning of, of that story is Sofia Vergara saying this begins in 2006 with me watching the Cocaine Cowboys documentary. So it's very clear that, you know, without Michael's mother's story and without the amplification of that story through the Cocaine Cowboys documentaries, there would not be this, you know, this Netflix uh, series. Uh, and so I, I appreciate that. But it's a kind of fantasy. It's almost a narco sci-fi kind of a story. Some of it, like I said, is a lot of fun, particularly the but, latter half. What are you guys doing that is making this different? Why should people go on Monday to find what it is that you're doing as you're getting a more accurate assessment of what this actually was to uh, be the son and the documenter of a woman who was obviously wildly cutthroat? To an extent, because she wasn't a business that you had to to understand when to be cutthroat and when to actually perform your labor like if you were the CEO of a company that was on the Forbes list. You know, my mother was, don't get it wrong, a brilliant woman. She wasn't just a full savage. She carried herself with respect, but she was highly intelligent. And to answer your question, what are we doing? I think it's the best of both worlds because it's a lot of the public record, a lot of depositions, Rivi, the hard um, R&D that they put in for all the Cocaine Cowboys franchise, and I'm basically filling in the holes in every year of every decade. My book transcends three, almost four decades. So a lot of what they, and basically he's a part of my book too, you know, as well, because I speak about the South Beach days when you guys were doing the Cocaine Cowboys, how I was still in the streets. But I guess the beauty of this project is that we're telling it how it's supposed to be told, or at least you're getting it from me. And I'm alive to tell the tale. Um, very famous writer once said, life is not how you lived it, but how you remember you lived it and that you lived to tell the tale. Garcia Marquez, Colombian man said that. Yeah, I understand why you would object to me saying wildly cutthroat, but I am I am I am <laughs> yes. remembering malls of my youth and the Miami Herald filled with uh with bodies because this drug war took place in our streets. Yeah, and and now that I'm 45 years old, and don't get me wrong, I glorify the era to a, a certain extent. I am very conscious that there were horrible times and I myself am a victim. Of sorts and not of sorts. I'm buried 22 members of my family. You know, the, the people that you see with me right now, three of them are actually the last, two of them are the actual males. Yesterday, you saw me with my kids, and we're like three, four people here and another five in Colombia. We're basically eight men left. The rest are women from the Blanco clan. And in no shape or form do, do I want the public to think that I'm congratulating that era and all that. No, but I do need legal tender in the United States of America and I knew I need to change my life. And that's what I did at that moment when they were doing their thing. So I, I, I got a mentor and he taught me the business of consultation, got the best life rights attorney in, in um, Culver City, Los Angeles. I had the same attorney 
that was on the same floor with their attorneys, so she couldn't represent me a second time because it was a conflict of interest. I don't remember that. But her contract got me and got my mother and myself another three contracts, and I use that template to this day. So I think it's a beautiful thing that I'm able to sit here and say that I turned something that was illegal into a legal thing and created an industry behind that. Not only did I have a great show on VH1, but I get paid to sit down. And I'm make, I'm making legal tender that my mother never in her wildest dreams would have thought that I can provide for my family like I do legally. What are you proud of about, uh, you said it's six parts and he gave you so much information that you ended yeah. up doing a bunch of bonus content. I will tell the audience one more time, one more time, cocainecowboys.com will redirect you to this series, which debuts on Monday. Michael says, my cousin Junior's in town. He buried my mother in Medellin. And we're like, shit, you got to sit down. So we sat down, the three of us, and chopped it up. And I, and it was... It was it was tense. It was emotional. Um, I was surprised because I think Michael said it pretty clearly is that like this life sent almost everybody that he knew and loved either to prison, the grave or or both in that order. And Michael was very nearly a victim of that. He was a child when this was going on. Um, and the fact that he escaped that, and of course the richness of the the fact that it had something to do with what we did yes. in amplifying 100%. that story is, 100%. to me is also, is absolutely fascinating. And to be able to talk with him about that and about our our days as enemies on the streets of, <laughs> of, South, <laughs> of Beach. South Beach. You know, it just, and and how, you know, life imitating art, imitating life and, and that circle and, and how uh, the the very lifestyle that nearly cost him his freedom and his life also saved him and created a legitimate industry. And he's in the cannabis industry. I love that too, because it's like how many lives have been destroyed over the prohibition of cannabis. of quote unquote drug dealing. And now the Blanco family are drug dealers. <laughs> if no, you I, no, <laughs> no, I do legal consultation, but my family are legal cannabis, uh, you know, company. My wife owns her company. My cousin owns his company. And, and yeah, we thrive in the market. By the way, I mean, we all know that Griselda Blanco started with cannabis, right? That's how it all happened. That's how she transitioned. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. You know, let's hope they take it off forever. Or did they already have a schedule one? So that's what cannabis has been registered for years. So now, hopefully one day, we can walk into 7-Eleven and people can get medicated correctly. And hopefully we'll live long enough to see the rest of the country, you know, the Miami of today is the America of tomorrow, and the United States will also legalize cocaine like we have here no. in Miami. <laughs> All right, that's enough. CocaineCowboys.com no. is the series. Uh, it will be debuting on Monday. CocaineCowboys.com is where you go. Excuse me, that's not the series. The series is the real Griselda. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate the time. You, I man. owe you an apology. I think I said Corleone instead of Corleone. $5 fine <laughs> for me. That is an agreement offense. My apologies. Corleone. Corleone. How can I say Michael Corleone? I see the $5 thing is a thing here. You owe something from yesterday, I believe. I did. Okay. My phone, when my phone rang in the middle of the yesterday, we were, yeah, Pay up. I said, Pay the piper. He's, he just keeps hearing us muttering got, about $5. Oh, Thank you, sir. <laughs> I think that was <laughs> hey, it's Mike Ryan. I've been watching sports for a long time now. As an adult, a lot has changed. 
A lot has changed since I turned 21 in the world, but once I was able to enjoy sports with the wonderful taste of Miller Lite, I knew that there was no topping this. I mean, I think back then, instant replay was barely used in other sports outside of football. So when I wanted to complain about referees, I would get all mad, and then I would take a sip of that Miller Lite, cool myself down, take a beat, and realize there are more important things, like the great taste of Miller Lite, less filling, and only 96 calories, the original light beer since 1975. You remember all those old John Madden ads? I still view them on YouTube occasionally. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Dan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs in premium regular beer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 